I'm on. I'm on. I'm rolling. I'm recording. I'm recording. Come on. I'll put my producer hat on and I'll say, turn it off and on again. <clears throat> I've jumped the gun. I've gone early. Got excited. So Max's girlfriend would call me premature. <laughs> oh, Doss. You're recording. I'm here, mate. You're Thanks on. for holding it down Welcome. for me all that time. Nice, mate. I held down the fort pretty well. Put my uh, host host cap on. You and, did. Uh, you definitely auditioned for off. like what it would sound like if you were just a, a solo operator. Definitely looking towards making that move after last year's abysmal, last week's abysmal showing with the air conditioner in the background for me. So I'm definitely feeling the heat this yeah. time around. There's, there's an opportunity there if I want it. So uh, <laughs> I'm certainly going to be having a crack. This would be my audition and uh, we'll see how we go. Doss, speaking of having a crack, and I cannot believe how easily this one has come up. A crack, we're talking tectonic plates, we're talking earthquakes. Doss, what's been happening in bloody Melbourne this week? Mate, what hasn't been happening? Oh, bloody place uh, place is shaking apart. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty insane, actually. I was just sitting there. I was like, place, the house started shaking. And I was like, hmm, I'm on the fourth floor. (laughs) This could be interesting. I've heard of your uh, your apartment buildings. I've heard that they're full of structural sort of, you know, inequities. So I would presume that was your first thought like, oh, crap, this thing is just not built right. It's about to go down. Oh, yeah. I was like, do I go on the balcony? And then if the balcony collapses, could you like surf the balcony <laughs> down the rubble? Like, is there an opportunity? I, I don't know. I was, yeah, you have a few thoughts that go through your head and... Um, <laughs> That was one of them. I'm glad I didn't tell anyone that until until now. <laughs> Don't worry. And, and no one still heard it. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of this podcast. You can <laughs> say whatever you want and no one's going to hear about it. <laughs> but then what, but, what happened? What was it like? Well, and then it was just kind of like panic. Like, <laughs> like first thing, we're like, oh, we, we'll just go get a coffee. Just kind of like talk about it, me and my roommate. Is that is that and, a panicked response? Oh, this is, this is getting a bit hairy. Well, Let's go well, get a coffee. <laughs> Not from it's us. just so Melbourne, dude. Well, you're like, I can't make an important decision until I've had a coffee. So I'm like, do I go to the emergency area? <laughs> oh do, I, do I go to the bath? And I was like, I don't know. Too many decisions. I need to go get a coffee. And then I'll make a decision. So, yeah. I will admit my, you know, how they do the, like, the leaves and stuff in the in the coffees. Um, I think it was a bit shaken no, up because dude, the guy, they, they the guy, don't. The guy oh, was Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, the, the coffee art, sorry. Yes, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. We do have that out here. <laughs> <laughs> you have coffee out out there? Yeah, last week that was, out there it was great. No, there's no, so much drought right. that it's just like, just they sprinkle the cocoa on top or whatever it is. It just looks like dirt because that's all we've got. <laughs> no, that's just because you fucking only have hot chocolates, <laughs> you child. <laughs> so overall, your experience in this earthquake, what, what, what's it like? Was it a galvanizing moment for Victoria during its uh, current trying time? Um, I'm pretty sure people were protesting before it, during it, and after it. <laughs> so you could say we're consistent. Doesn't matter what the world throws at us, we'll still be consistent. And even if they, it is uh, protesting fucking health orders and being pieces of shit. Well, Doss, another thing that I heard as a result of that was that there was no tsunami risk to Australia, which is great. Super exciting stuff. Uh, although I could have used a bit of a uh, little bit of swell power while I was out racing ducks, which is uh, what I've been up to this week. Um, racing ducks, actually riding ducks. And uh, you might be wondering, you know, I've heard of racing horses. I've heard of even racing camels. How are people racing ducks? Well, 
giant inflatable ducks, big yellow rubber duckies, uh, one person on one side with an oar, one person with another. And the ducks are so big that you have to pretty much lean so that 90% of your body is hanging out over the side of the duck. Um, I joined the race at the last minute. There was a cow cutter. You basically had to bid to get in the race. I bid $425 for this duck. What? Um, Like real money? Real human dollars. Um, For the chance, if we won, to win like five grand and then plus probably uh, maybe even like up to seven grand or something like that Jeez, so what kind of money you guys laundering dude, out there dude if there's one thing that we love doing here in western queensland it's a punt and there was people punting <laughs> like crazy the pool the pool for like i don't know how many ducks it was maybe 30 ducks it was 10 grand and that didn't include the individual prize money you'd get for being the racer that won Jesus. so we were we were the duck owner and we were the duck racer. So me and Danny, we're the working for the ABC. We did the ABC team. Uh, we named Shout our out duck to Danny. Avid she, she loves the show. Honestly, can't get enough of it. So uh, we love having the the female representation on the show, of course. Um, but we named our duck Lee Sales. Sales, ladies and gentlemen, Sales. Lee, wait, wait, just no, Sales or Lee Sales? You don't, you don't know who Lee Sales is, do you? No. Yeah, okay. Prob- probably, probably, probably no one did. She's probably one of the great journalists in Australia at the moment, works for the ABC, but I'm not going to get too dug, dug deep on that. Wow, you named um, your duck after an ABC We were the, we were the ABC duck. We were the ABC well, duck. But we should have called ourselves... It's the same, same place that the uh, ABC finishes on the ratings. Right down the bottom. <laughs> Next uh, to the SBS duck. It does. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> we did, but that's not fair, dude. That's not fair, right? uh, let's just get off this, man. That was a personal attack. Wow, you're coming in hot today, dude. You're taking oh. down my whole career here, man. And it wasn't next to the SBS duck. It was it was probably next to the Vice duck. The Vice duck, which is absolutely trash these days. Anyway, well, let's move e- on. E35 cooking shows they have on there. <laughs> <laughs> ready, steady, cook. Radio. ready, steady, cook is right behind us, dude. Uh, anyway, <laughs> enough said, enough said. But I've been racing ducks. You've been dodging earthquakes. Pretty exciting weeks for both of us, I would say. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all, actually. I think, um, yeah, we're certainly on point. I think your spending on those ducks, though, is a bit of a worry. It and is. I think that kind of brings us into um, today's road guide to budgets. Yes, I could definitely use a hand, Doss. And of course, the Rogue Guide, we're giving you really handy uh, first-hand experience advice uh, based from our own experiences, whether good or bad. Hopefully, you can listen to uh, what we've been up to and uh, come to your own decision. Use our advice so you can make the mistakes, not make the mistakes we've made and possibly even follow in the footsteps of some of the great calls we've made. Doss, we're talking budgets today, as you said. Tell me a little bit about your budgeting styles. I'm not, I'm not super fussed on it, to be honest. I don't imagine you're a great budgeter considering all the coffee you drink. Well, well hold up. Well, coffee like and avocado, mate. Come on, you, you millennials with the coffee <laughs> and avocado, don't come at me with, with about being good, 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 good with budgets, right. mate. You can actually get coffee down here that's in an avocado. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. There's cafes that serve you a latte in an avocado. Useless idea, dude. Yeah, what's your point? <laughs> uh, well, I guess my point is I hope that the next uh, few steps you've got for us aren't as useless. Uh, when it comes to budgeting for me, uh, this is, I love a money episode, Dust. So you got to come to know that. We've got plenty of money topics we get to talk about here, but this is a chance for me to flex that uh, I'm not like you millennials. I'm, I'm a little bit different. I'm, <laughs> yeah, hold up. I'm built Just a little different. yourself. 
Uh, yeah, um, I, ca- I hear all these people talking about avocados and coffees. I can't relate. Honestly, I can't relate. I think you guys are just wasting your money. I'm with the boom- the boomers that are just like, you know, millennials will never buy a house because all they care about is bloody useless stuff. I totally agree. Uh, all the way uh, to the bank for two different houses, ladies and gentlemen. Two different houses. <laughs> yeah. Dual homeowner. One, f- one for me, one for you. Perfect. In the, <laughs> in the podcast divorce, I'll be getting one. <laughs> yeah. Doss, how would you feel about living in Longreach? So I don't know. You'd cut it. Oh, I'd sell it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. hold uh, up! I lived in the freaking country before you did, Mister. Uh, oh, I've been in the country for two years now, but cowboy. Yeah, that's uh, ladies and gentlemen. His first response was, "I would sell it and leave." So clearly, that's how much he loved his time in the country. But let's move on, <laughs> Doss. Let's jump into budgets because I do think that there's a bit of game we can spit for people here. Because, Doss, you've been on some huge travels, huge trips. For months, really. Self-sufficient, more or less. Let's not get into it too much. Um, and me, uh, I've, I've joined you on some of those. I've done my fair share of traveling, but also I'm at that time in my life where I'm settling down, looking to start thinking about retirement and uh, possibly retiring early. It's all about the budget. all comes down to uh, staying in the black or, in our case, in the green. Which brings me to step one of the road guide to budgeting. It's simple as this. You've got to track everything. There's apps out there that will track everything and they will sync with your bank account app, your ComBank, your Bank of Queensland, whatever banks they have south of Queensland, I'm not too sure. I can honestly only think of ComBank and Bank of Queensland at the moment. And it'll basically tell you, you know, you spent X amount on this, X amount on that. X- <laughs> oh, sorry, he's still going. Oh, you lost me there. <laughs> My point is, it's amazing what you can do when you know where your money is going. And if you just take one moment after this podcast, you think, oh, wow, five star, five star rating this podcast, move on for the rest of my day. Before you get on with that, that's, just that's take a look at where your money's going. I bet you've got subscriptions for like the old Netflixes or you know, you've got Disney Channel subscriptions you don't need. That's hundreds of dollars per year. Wake up to yourself, track your stuff, know where your money's going, make some money. Step one, track everything. Make sure you budget in there. You know, a few dollars to Patreon. Uh, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the road guide on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't want. I'm not trying to say like don't subscribe to stuff because you should subscribe to any sort of uh, venture that we've got that can potentially earn us money. We want you to just be more calculated about other things for other people. You know, definitely exactly. send you gotta, us your money. You've Got to know what you're going to do with the rest of your money. Yeah, you know, this yeah. is your this is your main money that you send into us because shit, we earn it. Like, you know, you basically <laughs> do this for free. Like, we change your life for free. That is oh, goddamn dude. amazing. We're pretty angelic, dude. Pretty philanthropic with our behaviors here. Yeah. And I feel like, in a way, it kind of rolls rolls into step two, which is uh, prepare for the unexpected. So, oh, yeah, you so can budget all you want. This. Yeah, well, I, I give me a chance because I feel like you're not, you're not really prepared for the unexpected either. <laughs> <laughs> and in that regard, it's more... Yeah, you know, those nights, those nights out where you just go with the boys, you go to the pub for a palmy, and then next minute, you know, you wake up two days later and you, you you're out six hundred bucks. Yeah, you've lost me. So it's hard to budget for that. So you can't <laughs> budget for it. So you got to be prepared for it. Have a bit of an emergency stash somewhere, you know. Sell your car if you have to, you know. Just oh, make sure dude. you don't say no to those weeks because those weeks are the ones that kind of motivate you. They re re oh no, people are gonna bully me about this. Re innovate, innovate, no, integrate. Oh, I can't <laughs> yeah, say it. Dude, let's go. Uh, reinvigorate. I do believe <laughs> is the word you're looking reinvigorate. for. Reinvigorate. And that, defi- yeah, that, uh, that definitely correlates with some of your uh, your previous errors. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Really, let's ten go. minutes in, and now One I'm gonna episode. stop again. <laughs> 
Oh, shit. On five form, um, dude. We're up to step two only as well, dude. Plenty to come. Right. Uh, yeah, moving on to step three. <laughs> It'll yeah, pipe I, down. I love an emergency fund, dude. Big fan of it. Um, I would be on the opposite, though. I'd be saying... Choose your nights out because, uh, you know, you don't know when your car breaks down. Or you're like me and you don't even have a car. It saves you a lot of money, uh, definitely, if you can do it. But my step three, it comes to going out, actually. So when you do choose those oh, nights to go out, like Doss like said, <laughs> I can remember, all right? I've got a pretty good memory of some good <laughs> nights out, vaguely, kind of. Um, Back in the day. You need to be a bit smarter about how you take part in rounds. Now, everyone knows that a round is a, it's a pretty good thing to get a part of. You know, everyone sort of pulls in together. It's very, you know, communist. It's very, uh, you know, socialist kind of. Everyone supports each other. Sh- shout each other out up. to communism. Shout out to communists. They, they love us, actually, especially budgeting <laughs> and like managing this. your wealth. They're definitely <laughs> of that. Um, well, they've got a system that manages it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's kind of hands-free. It's automatic. Um, <laughs> but rounds will sting you, quite frankly especially if you're the person that gets one of the first one to four rounds, let's say. I would say even one to three rounds because I feel after three rounds, people cannot sort of disappear from the group or the group can change or the group splits and suddenly the, the round order has changed. My advice for you, don't be too eager on these rounds. But <laughs> Come in maybe on the fifth or the sixth once you've got real good bang for buck or even better, smoke bomb. Choose when you're going to be in that group. <laughs> don't buy rounds. Rounds cost hundreds. Seriously, it costs like a hundred bucks for a round. I don't know, uh, depending Jeez. on what you're buying, depending Honestly, on how many friends yeah. you've got. Dos, I know you've got lockdown, so maybe one or two friends, maybe not a hundred. But out here, we go out with like twenty people. So uh, in Queensland, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that was a necessary <laughs> shot. Oh shit! Yeah, swear to God. Shout out Queensland. Should be like the big fans of the show. <laughs> should be another dollar every time you mention Queensland. Yeah. You know, Get a fucking dollar for the rounds that you keep missing by the sounds of things. <laughs> All right. A dollar every time I say Queensland, a dollar you uh, pioneer a new word into the English language. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, We're going to be rich. We We're going to be Patreon. rich. We're going to need Patreon, dude. We're going to be back in money for sure. But definitely, uh, I would highly recommend that. I think rounds can sting you. And I think people don't really care about people that don't buy rounds. They talk a big game, but they won't really hold you to it. So don't oh, buy we rounds. We not say it to your face. We'll say it behind you. Yeah, you know, we're talking about group chats last week. Well, there is a group chat called <laughs> oh, the uh, No Rounds Pros, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's growing. It's a big group nowadays. And see, these days though, Doss, uh, not to labor on this, but uh, I am actually the initiator of rounds because I've found that sometimes people, when they go out to eat with me or to drink, well, to drink non-alcoholic beverages, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get you a round just so that I don't look like the alcoholic that uh, deep down I am starting to think I am. So if everyone's drinking, I'm fine with that. I'm happy to get stung in the bank account for a little bit if it means that you know my social credit stays high. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, it, I agree with the latter. I do agree with everything else. A part of that step, but I think the last bit where, yeah, like sometimes you got to set the pace. You know, if you yeah. get there and everybody's yeah. kind of chilling, you got to be like, all right, let's just get around. And that yeah. automatically sets a tone for the night. Yeah. And depending on how big that group very much sums up, like if there's three people, there's still a chance it could be a quiet night. But if yeah. there's six people and someone's like, let's get around, you know it's going to be a big night. Because that's yeah, at people least sort of locked six, in. Six beers, and then you're pretty well set then, especially if you're on jugs, and then it's then it's bloody game well, on. Six Jager bombs for you, from my memory. Oh, yeah. And that's when it's like just me in a round by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous game, that one. I won't recommend that one. <laughs> and that's not good but, for the budget, for sure. Yeah, that one I definitely is not good for the budget. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, – and then step four. 
uh, you know, you want to break even. So this one True. is probably, I'll give you an example. So when you, when you like go on a date, obviously being the guy, you kind of, you know, you, you, know, you buy the first, the first round. Yeah, you, know, you buy the first rolls. date. Yeah, we'll we'll abide by them today. We'll save the controversial <laughs> <laughs> gender topics for later. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but I guess on that you kind of like when you're like, all right, you know, you've been on three dates, so you know you're bought two, she's bought one, and you kind of you're over it. You're ready to move on. You know oh, the spark's gone. Right, you've missed right. a chance. Jeez, but you you have to go on it, even if you don't want to go on it. You have to go on it because it's their turn to pay, which means that you know it's a free meal basically so <laughs> you want to make sure you maximize that because you've invested in that and you need to get a little bit back on your investment you want to break <laughs> even that's where you go i will admit i i think earlier this year i had i had back to back uh three daters Oof. and then all of a sudden you're like you sit back and you think about that, that you know that's like 80 bucks basically that you're out of pocket oh. because you didn't break even oh. i'd have broken even that's two extra free meals could be cut the beers in that you know maybe it's a movie ticket you know, maybe it's mini golf. Uh, maybe it's Game of Twister, uh, even though it's free. But I hear that's all the rage in lockdown. <laughs> Doss, what's the what's the most sort of expensive fourth date that you've gone on to try and maximise how much you can uh, break even or possibly profit from one of these encounters with a uh, a lovely person in Victoria? Eighty bucks. I think that Good. would be it. Yeah, that I feel like be... that's that's a bit more realistic. A bit more every day. Yeah, I think it was. Actually, no, no. Actually, shit. We split that. I remember, oh my God, that was one of the most embarrassing dates of my life. Oh, that was like, it, it went well. It was going great. But I was like super poor. You know, first year of uni, you know, my, I had to fix a, my car that I just bought. I had no dollars to my name. And oh, I went on no. this date and it came to it came to 85 bucks. This is the most expensive date of my life at this point. Whoa. And I was like, they were like, oh, you know, do you want to split it? Do you want to split it or pay it? And I was like, I don't split have enough money it. in my account. Yeah, I was like, I don't have enough money in my account. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what to do. She's like, oh, I'll pay for the drinks. And I was like, all right, I, th- I have enough if you pay oh for the drinks. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> and I'm, I'm presuming oh. that relationship just ended there. That does not sound like a, a, a promising end. Yeah, there was, no, there was no second date after that. Um, <laughs> I do think, I actually think three years later, she bumped into me waking up on a... At the beach once, and oh. she was on a morning walk <laughs> with her boyfriend. No, no, that wasn't the same person that w- uh, woke you up yeah. at the park after sleeping with Elvis. Yeah, when you left me. <laughs> different story. Right, different so here's time. a story. No, 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 no. We're hearing it now. We're hearing it now. Okay, step, to hear this. step five. So this save is the money angel. on accommodation. Step five. Save money on accommodation. I'm a big proponent of this. Tell us, tell us the first date experience, Dus. So, uh, <laughs> a lovely. You know, angel-like uh, hostess of the show, Daniel Prosser. <laughs> uh, we went out, had a great night together. And as we're going back to um, his place to where I was crashing, um, on the way there, uh, I don't know what happened, but I just remember waking up and um, next to an Elvis Presley statue in a, in a bush. And um, yeah, Pross nowhere to be seen. It's daylight. And um, yeah, then this um, girl that I went on a date with two wow, years before that that's amazing. was on a morning walk with her boyfriend and she's like, hey, are you all right? And she's oh, like, oh my no. God, your name's, your name's Hayden. And I was like, how the fuck do you know my name? What's happening? Where am it's, I? 
She and she Daniel, just thought to herself Ross, that, that first date where I made the calculated and cold call to cut ties with this bloke because he couldn't afford dinner, and here he is sleeping tough on the road in the middle of a park next to Elvis. She was like, "I am a genius. I, I've got good taste. I could pick him from a mile away, dude." You know, people always want to know who wins or loses a breakup. I think this is the one time I am happy to admit defeat. I think she she won that round. I will admit. And in my defense, Doss was not making it back to uh, my dad's place where we were, we were staying. And, you know, don't want to say, don't make it sound too romantic. I wasn't trying to take him home because if I was trying to take him <laughs> home, I wouldn't have just sacrificed You would have got me bush. home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was not ending up in the bush. But uh, there you go. Step five. I think we can call it a wrap there. We can both agree. It sounds like you had a positive experience rekindling a friendship with someone from many years ago. Um, <laughs> save money on accommodation. That thing can sting you. Airbnb, Uber, Oof. sleep in a hedge next to Elvis. Totally, totally That's for it. it. It's all comfortable. It's all comfortable. <laughs> when, you, when you're that drunk, you don't feel anything anyway. And um, I, shit, I don't feel anything anymore anyway. Oh, <laughs> and that's why you should be listening to the road guide folks you can end up the uh, the models of happiness and success that we are here today dude oh my we're goodness. here to promote promote the success of our lives now dos i'm really excited for this mystery guest uh she Oof. i've only met her once i'm pretty sure and she left a huge impact she was absolute firecracker definitely brought life to a uh, you know already full of life party and i'm sure she's got some really cutting edge observations and a really stunning story to share with us today. Yeah, I'm super keen to get her on so that um, she stops messaging me and begging to get on the podcast. So <laughs> I had to give myself a bit of freedom, a bit of space. And, uh, I'd like, certainly like to welcome our friend, Em. Yeah, pestering you. Thank you. <laughs> which we love, which we love and encourage. We do, we do, we do. And uh, we've got so many uh, fans and listeners that definitely pester us to uh, to get our attention. That uh, comes with the, the territory of being successful podcasters. But it's always great to have someone that we love and cherish as much as Em on the show. But Em... But people listening, they may not be as familiar with with you because, you know, international listeners, definitely Victorians would know you, but the international ones may not be as familiar. So can you introduce yourself to us? I'm surprised you're sticking with this question. It hasn't been going all that well for you. Oh, um, another, <laughs> another person wants to take us on, Dust. Let's go. Yeah. You want to be hostile? We can go hostile. You know, I'm happy. <laughs> Um, nah, so um, I'm 24, I'm a teacher, um, this I'm isn't five your foot, Tinder so... profile. This isn't your Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows how tall Hayden is, um, yeah, five foot, so next Oof. to Hayden, very um, small. Um, and I met Hayden a couple of years ago playing footy at Unigames. I only met you last year, well technically, was it two years ago? Last year, anyway, last year. Um, New Year's Eve party, uh, you definitely made a huge impact on that party. You were the life of it yep. for a time, <laughs> Great time. before, before that light was extinguished, <laughs> before it was thoroughly <laughs> extinguished. Um, but it was uh, definitely great to meet you. We uh, had a great time and uh, we've kept up on Strava since. Definitely don't be afraid to get in my Strava DMs if you're listening. I'm a big fan of anyone I know. That's out there stravering, but uh, M's definitely out there. Yeah, he'll always marketing. give you the kudos. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not having fucking cross marketing his Strava on freaking this podcast. I'm not having it. No. It's my go to. It's my go to. I've been to parties where Cross will go up to girls and instead of asking for their number, he'll ask for their Strava. <laughs> it's just, no. Oh, man. 
I think that is the first social media we connected on. Yeah, I honestly, because I think one of the parties that Doss remembers is the very party where I was definitely pulling that trick out. But um, we could go on for days. Sorry, how did you meet? You met Doss playing footy? Um, Yeah, yeah, at uni games. So through Deacon. Was it a mixed team? No, they had their girls team there was a boys team. I think I was having a crack at M, and then she wasn't having a bar at me either. And I was like, oh, Ooh. I'm not going to lie. I can't really remember him from that uni. <laughs> oh! I didn't really know who he was. <laughs> not very memorable, is he? That hurts yeah. even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good enough. That's Reject the whole motivation for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. M has come in hostile, perhaps... Successfully more hostile than uh, our two most previous hostile uh, guests, which would be Darcy and Nelson just before. Definitely trying to have a chop. Um, so you better make sure you can back string. it up. Yeah, you should definitely back it up, Em. Uh, what's your story for us today? And uh, what, what can we sort of provide our own uh, perspective on? All right. So um, a few years ago, just after I'd finished school, me and a friend um, went off traveling for um, about eight months. So... We'd been in America for about three, four months, um, and then we had about another four months to go over in Europe, um, and we had just flown into Toronto in Canada. Um, and a couple of days before this, we'd kind of sat down, and we hadn't really been too much thinking about money and things like that. So we sat down and had a look at our budget. Are you, are you telling and, me um, you're another, another one in the 1%? Oh, yeah, it's another 1% and not having to worry uh, about I money. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I wish, I'm start I wish. banning one percenters from this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we sat down and had a look at our budget and realised that we had um, less than fifty dollars a day left oh, um, until the end of our trip, including accommodation, food, travel, um, no all that. So we were we were on quite the budget, um, but we really wanted to get over to see Niagara Falls. So we kind of looked it up, and it was about an hour drive <laughs> um, from where we were staying, and there was buses that could take you there and everything. But they're a bit out of our price range. Yes, so, I imagine. Um, <laughs> we were kind of looking around, um, talking to people in the hostel, trying to figure out a way we could get there. Um, and then we'd heard about this Chinese casino bus um, that <laughs> apparently could take us yes. to the I'm casino, gonna, which was right next to the falls. I'm, I'm seeing some red flags early. No. I'm seeing some red flags. <laughs> Mate, does if we'd seen the Chinese casino bus, don't lie to me, we would have taken it for sure. Yeah, we'd be honest. Oh, for sure. <laughs> nah, we were pumped. We thought, oh, this is great. Cheap way to get there. So good. we have a bit of fun on this casino bus. Um, should be good. So we got up in the morning, all excited, headed down to where the bus was supposedly leaving from. Um, waited there. The bus turns up. There's this um, big group of Chinese people all ready to go um, awesome. bet in the Love casino. It. Um, and we try to get on the bus, but the um, legal age to get into a casino in Canada was 19. And so I was 19, but the friend I was with was 18. Oh, no. So then this head of the bus wouldn't let us on. And then we we're trying to beg her just to let us because we just wanted to get to Niagara Falls. Yeah. We didn't really want to go to the casino. Um, but anyway, she wouldn't let us on. And so this um, Chinese lady who was kind of running the casino thing told us about this other way to get there which was like a bus, a train, and then another bus. Oh. <laughs> and we Did thought, all right, we'll give it a go. hour away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you have to take three different modes of transport? <laughs> we had no money. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so she points us in the direction of this bus, and so we're like, all right, let's do it. So we jumped on this random bus, um, you know, all going all right. We turn up at this train station jump off the bus, walk over to the station, and we just see a train pulling off as we arrive. 
we're like, oh no, that's a bit annoying. Kind of went in, had a look, and we realised the next train wasn't for another hour. Oh. So we're like, oh great, we'll just hang around, um, you know, wait for the train, it'll be right. So we waited for the train, it finally came, we're really excited, jumped on the train, and for some reason, it was a train that went about one kilometre an hour, so <laughs> we actually could have walked faster, we probably could have walked there in the time that this train Lost. took. It was going so slow. Um, so we um, endured this long train where we've probably been travelling for about three hours at this point. Oh. Still not at the falls. Wow. Um, <laughs> doesn't even make sense. <laughs> you must have headed in the opposite direction for a bit. Yeah, maybe. Um, so we finally reached our destination on this train and then we still had another bus to get. So we jumped on this other bus um, and it's kind of taking stops along the way. People are getting off and we're like, all right, there's getting less and less people on this bus. Um, and then we're pulling up to um, kind of towards the end, which we didn't realise. And the bus driver yells to us. We're pretty much the last two people left on the bus. The bus driver yells to us and lets us know that this is going to be the last stop. And we kind of look around and we're just in the middle of nowhere. Oh, there is no. absolutely nothing to be seen. No water, <laughs> no people. <laughs> Um, so the bus driver pulls off and pretty much tells us to get off and we, um, we're standing just kind of in the middle of the bush and we'd figure out it's actually a town called Niagara oh and it's gosh. not actually Niagara Falls. <laughs> so um, <laughs> at this point, what would you guys do? Well, oh. Doss, can I, can I kick this one off? Uh, I feel like you, yeah, you come well. in a bit stronger with some uh, hot takes after I uh, come through with my suggestion. Firstly... I would have definitely uh, left your friend for a bit, gone on the casino bus and made some money. <laughs> I reckon you, you totally missed, missed the market there. A few rounds of blackjack, you would have made enough money to possibly get to Niagara Falls in a more legitimate way. But aside from that, you're trapped in this, well, you're sort of in this end of the line location, uh, not quite at Niagara. I would honestly just be grateful that you got to see some countryside because quite frankly, <laughs> the fact that you've got 50 bucks left... <laughs> You got fifty bucks left. Um, that's probably not going to be enough for accommodation, all that kind of stuff. These guys got so greedy trying to go to Niagara Falls. <laughs> I would say, I would say, I'd be like, all right, this is a bit of karma. What's Niagara town like? Is it a is it a nice little nice little place? Um, there was nothing there. We couldn't even find a shop. Oh gosh, oh, God. what? There was just a little In... sign that said Niagara town. In Canada. Oh, good. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, well, I guess we're just in like... the wrong spot. But we didn't find a shop. I feel like I'm going to go anything. with like the uh, civil response. Being uh, being Canada, being the people of the nicer kind, I True. would I would hitchhiked from the get go. True. Put that thumb out and um, that is yeah, a good option. Find and and you fall. guys are like you girls as well. They get picked up pretty easily. Yeah, we yeah, could have well, also well, been kidnapped. According, according yeah, that's Anne, that's I, a side I effect. Was still, I was still unable to pick up Anne, so I don't know if she would have got picked up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think I would have left the casino bus in the first place. I think I would have stayed on that. Was there like tables and shit on the bus, or is it just an in-between casino bus? No, it was in-between casino. It's like it took this group of Chinese people to the casino and back. I think. Okay. Well, I okay. don't really know what was going on. <laughs> No, honestly. All we knew was it was getting us to Niagara Falls. Honestly, I, at the end of the day, and uh, it does sound like a bit of a cop out, but I would have been like, as soon as I walked up in Niagara, I would have been like, oh, this is a story. This is something that I'm going to be able to tell people about how catastrophically. I mean, Doss and I have Rainbow Mountain. This is basically Doss and I's Rainbow (laughs) Mountain. 
um, which is another long story. <laughs> just, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would have talked up to an experience for sure. So, yeah, uh, well, I mean, I've got this story to tell now. So, so well, what did you do? You, you, you're there happened? without any, any money. What goes on? Yeah, so we have a bit of a wander around, see if we can find anyone. Um, and we, we found one kind of random stranger and asked him if the falls were anywhere near and he pretty much said no. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's called Niagara. But he, <laughs> but he pointed us in the direction. And so, I mean, if anyone knows me at all, they know that I just think we can walk everywhere. So yep, um, I said to my friend, no, nah, we can walk there. It's fine. <laughs> so we just started walking in the direction um, and probably took us about two and a half, three hours from oh. the bus stop that we had gotten to to actually make it there on foot to Niagara Falls. But we did make it. Nice. About six hours after we'd left in the morning, we did That's make so it there. Good. Um, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> wow. all worth it in the end. <laughs> Shout out to the old um, foot falcon, never failing. Huge fan exactly of the falcon. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, but can we just contrast M? I don't know how many kilometers that was, but here M is, uh, the guest of the show, saying that she was like, stuff it, let's just walk to Niagara Falls from pretty much um, the middle of nowhere. And in the previous episode, we had Nelson saying that him and his mates were stranded in the wilderness two, two whopping kilometers away from their mantra penthouse hotel. I'm sorry, dude. Unbelievable. The different experiences people have had and the different way they approach things, it's, it's astonishing. Yeah. This is why I, like, maybe it is good that we have the 1% on every now and again and we get those yeah. kind of drama. Because yep. uh, obviously being battlers, we uh, don't experience oh, that yeah. kind of life. Well, Em. Exactly right. That is uh, awesome. And it's great that you had uh, not only a great experience finally getting to Niagara Falls, but uh, you also did it on potentially on a budget. Did that break the budget at the end of the day, even with all of the mucking around with buses and trains? It did not. We even had oh, some spare money to pay to go behind the falls oh. and do the little extra experience. So There you go. There you go. Bravo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you get Budgeting back to, at its finest. How'd you get back to where you're staying? Like I actually don't remember. <laughs> I have no she's idea. Blind. She's drunk. <laughs> she spent all her money on alcohol. Yeah, I see the yeah. floor in this so story. I was so by that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we it's probably been, paid to get the normal bus, to be honest. It's been an absolute pleasure and an honour. Thank you so much for jumping on episode five, which I've got to say, has been definitely one of the great episodes. Definitely top five episodes, but I'd say we might even be leaning towards a, yeah. uh, a much higher rank for this episode. I, I think I top would, one. I would go top four, M. Let's not jump jump the hoses. I yes. think um, this is a bit of, yeah, it's a bit ahead of the um, airplane engine episode that uh, we did last week. So <laughs> I think this is a start. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Throw me under the bus. Don't throw anyone else under the bus. That's fair. I, I can take it. I can take it. I'm a battler. Em, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. See ya. Right, thanks for coming on, Anne. That was a yeah interesting story involving the old foot falcon, which we do love we do a foot falcon. Uh, oh, just earlier in the episode, falcon. mate, I was saying I don't have a car. I foot falcon everywhere. So the fact that she had the <laughs> presence of mind to go, hey, let's stuff it. Walking's free. Let's just freaking walk what, it, and she did. That's do? awesome. What would the rogue guide do? And uh, she got a V8 foot falcon on. <laughs> I like to think that, yeah, we were, you know, preemptively in her brain. She she questioned what would the road guide do, and she heard the the, fo- the yeah. foot falcon come to mind, and uh, yeah, a bit of a bit of a premonition of what we would actually suggest possibly doing. So that's awesome. Hats off to M. Exactly. Hats off. Hats off. Right, and uh, I just want you to hear me out on this. Right. Oh, here we go. So, natural selection. Dos, I want to. Darwin's theory of evolution. <laughs> 
Oh no, dude. This is this is a far cry from my. If you buy it, if you buy, it, pay for it. You you can eat as much as you want. Now we're going into the really deep scientific values here. All right, what's happening with yeah. that? And you're not selection? even embracing the theme of this, man. I said, hear me out. Don't butt in. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. You're right. Someone said to you out. You got to hear him out because there's definitely uh, yeah. They don't want you to interrupt. Some wisdom. Some wisdom yeah. to come. <laughs> So, uh, yes, Darwin's theory of evolution. I'm a big believer on this. Big believer mm. that this is how, you know, we evolve and society and evolution is kind of fabricated. And um, I think part of that doesn't involve lactose intolerant people. Oh, people this is highly controversial, Dust. I, I love it. Uh, normally, uh, sorry, I, I'll hear you out. Hear you out. Keep going. Because <laughs> no, uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel like that's natural selection, isn't it? If you've just got oh stung God, with dude. a really shitty allergy. I say this because a couple of my really good mates, uh, actually <laughs> one's allergic allergic to milk to the extent of, um, yeah, they'd have to go to hospital if they had like a glass of milk. And um, I have another one that is allergic to egg and um, his throat swells up if he, if he eats anything with egg in it. Oh and, my uh, I obviously God. feed out... Been out to dinner with these people a lot of the time, and um, you know they can convenience you, don't orders. they, mate? Oh, I'm like, come on, guys, come on! <laughs> like, you know, you're 20, 26, 27 now. You've had it. Grow a, up. Yeah, <laughs> you either got to grow out, grow up, grow through it, or as my dad would say, you know, just toughen up. Oh my god! Yeah, so you've mentioned that they have potentially fatal side effects, but yeah, just you're really killing the buzz of my uh, my dinner here, uh, friends. That's uh, yeah, that's man. insane, Doss. Stop choking! Like, come on, <laughs> swell your throat up somewhere keep else. Keep down, keep down. Yeah, <laughs> keep yeah. down. I'm eating um, chips here, bro. <laughs> so, Doss, what's your course of a- <coughs> what's your course of action for people with lactose intolerance? Are you saying they they should be rounded up? Like, I, I don't wanna, I don't want to get too war crimesy <laughs> here, but I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what what's your point here? What, what should happen to these people, dude? I don't want to well, put no, words in your mouth. Just... I'm trying to hear you out. <laughs> no, you're trying to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Dos, it sounds pretty bad. They, they it's just, out, that's where everyone's mind is gone. I want you. Come on, we don't. We don't want to go down this road of this podcast. Surely you've got something it's like, reasonable it's like here. Li- live your life, you know. Just live your life. Eat whatever you want, and like, don't tell me where your EpiPen is. Like, come on, man. Don't make me. I don't want to go against Darwin's theory, man. <laughs> well, uh, look, this is a very easy one for me to take, and uh, you know, an opposition stance to that. Uh, that's just not on Dos. We are so pro. <laughs> Our our milk and lactose. In fact, I know for a fact that one of our biggest promoters listening right now to the program, uh, she is lactose intolerant. She has got her whole office listening to the road guide. She's going to hear this, Doss, and she's going to think, wow, they, they don't care about my people at all. They, you know. And I just want to let people know, whether you can or can't drink milk, um, you know, you're fine with me. I'm going to be honest, Doss. I'm going to go on the record here. Milk can... Make me feel pretty funny sometimes. Uh, it does actually. I can't oh. really say that because I drink. I pretty much exclusively drink chocolate milkshakes. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to appropriate lactose intolerance yeah. or anything here. But well, actually, shit. Maybe I'm a hypocrite. I fucking had an almond latte today. I didn't even Dude. have milk. Oh, I'm no. telling you, mate. And <laughs> did you feel? Did you feel a little bit better afterwards? I I, I gotta admit, when I've had when I've had almond milk or whatever um, non delicious full cream milk variant of milk. I've got to admit, I find myself not on the toilet as much. Let's just say that. <laughs> Actually, this is well off topic and unplanned. But one thing about Melbourne that I've noticed, like anywhere else in the world, Australia, 
and you're like, oh, hey, mate, can you grab me a coffee while you're down at the shop? The first thing they ask is like, oh, yeah, um, how many sugars? And, you, you know, obviously, yep. you uh, say one or none. And um, yeah, none. And uh, but in Melbourne, Oofed. like no one will ever ask if you have sugar. Like the question will be, oh, it's like, hey, man, can you get me coffee? It's like, yeah, no worries. Like, what kind of milk would you like? That's like, amazing, actually, dude. Yeah. And I'm, it obviously I'm surprised. Every, every kind of fucking nut has a milk, which makes <laughs> no sense to me. Because isn't that like the one food that has is like the driest? Like, I don't understand how they make milk out of it, but I don't ask questions. You know, I just consume it and I live my life. <laughs> Doss, I think um, that's a really enlightening actual perspective for all of our, my fellow Outback listeners and for my fellow Queensland listeners. Shout out to Queenslanders again. Sorry, two shouts in one episode. That's oh, taking a piss a little God bit. Um, let's move on. I should probably cut that one out so that our Victorian friends and family or just our non-Queensland <laughs> listeners can actually Mate, you mean, We podcast. have a lot of listeners in Europe and the US. Just shout True. out to the, uh, the foreigners of the world. Big time. Um, but let's leave it on that note, that little nugget of wisdom. And maybe there's a road guide to nuts coming up. I feel like we're both, you know, we've got a few thoughts on nuts. Um, maybe there's a road guide couple. to nuts. But yeah, if you're listening at the moment, thoughts. if you've made it this far... Amazing. If you could go <laughs> Firstly, on, if you, thank you. Thank you so uh, much. You are part of the 1%. You are. You are yeah, 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 the other 1%. <laughs> yeah, the other um, 1%. And we, that's a 1% that we cherish. And uh, if you are listening at this point, uh, hashtag, hashtag 1% in the comments section of our Insta post. You can go on our Insta page, yeah. DM us, tell us your, your stories. Hey, I don't know if Instagram can do this, but even if you record, if you were to record, a one minute, or if you record a scenario, just like what M's done, what Nels has done, what you know Darcy, uh, etc., have done on previous episodes. Curly, I should give a shout out as well, and Juzzy. And now I've shouted them up, so no one complains. <laughs> if they're listening, they'll complain. Um, Maybe one of you complain. We're happy with the complaints. If you want to find a way, send us a story, just like what M's done um, in this episode, with a scenario, a, a climaxing point, a, a critical moment halfway through, that uh, you know you could put it to us. What would you do in this situation? Hey, we'll give it a run on the program. We'd love to. Uh, we'd love to have your questions, your thoughts on the podcast. We love hearing from uh, all of our friends and non-friends. Well, you're all friends if you're listeners. Let's just say that. Um, and we love hearing your thoughts as well. So uh, definitely get in touch with us. Doss does a great job with his team of um, meme minions pumping out stuff on the Instagram. And uh, yeah, we have we have a bit of fun. Send, send in that Queensland hate. I do love a good hating on Queensland <laughs> meme. That is my favorite yeah. type, I will admit. Queenslanders rally up. We cannot have our Instagram <laughs> be completely pioneered and commandeered by these uh, these Southern scum. Let's just say that. <laughs> and if anybody has any recommendations on how to close the show, please send them in because I've literally forgot how we do it again. And I've listened to the other episodes and we fucking butcher this every time and I've already forgot what our go-to is. Great point. If you do have a suggestion, uh, send it to us. But Doss, how about on the count of three, we say Rogue Guide. One, two, three. <laughs> Come on, Rogue Guide. And <laughs> you're listening to the Rogue Guide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Please tell me no one listens mm. to this. <laughs> <laughs>